0: Hi, HIC family, and welcome back to our hotel cast, the hospitality audio experience. Does automation somehow still sound like science fiction to you? Kind of like the flying cars from Back to the Future? Well then, let's find out more about automation within the hospitality and how it will make our lives easier. In this keynote at our Coco Coco main stage, powered by Duetto, Michael Scheffner provides answers to the really important questions in life. How can we do things? faster, easier and better? Let's find out! Next up on stage is my dear friend Michael Scheffner from Duetto. Uh, he's doing a keynote of 20 minutes. Questions, if you have quen- uh, questions from the audience here on site, please keep them for the next panel because he's gonna be sitting on the panel as well. If there's questions uh, from the live audience online, please drop them down, we will note them down and bring them later on to the panel as well. And as you maybe can be hearing on the microphones, the panel from before is very excited that it went so well. So. Join me in welcoming uh, Michael Scheffner from Dueto with his keynote, um, Automation, How to Take the Leap of Faith. Thank you, Michael. Thank
1: you, Daniel. Can everybody hear me? Yes, very good. So good morning, everybody. Uh, Good to be here. Here's my presentation, very good. Um, So I want to talk about um, automation in our industry and and outside the industry, Uh, usually Can we maybe get rid of the noise a little bit in the back? (laughs) Thank you. So usually in the past, crises have been a great accelerator uh, for innovation. Uh, So hopefully, um, that would also help our industry when it comes to automation. Uh, Daniel? I hope that my clicker will work, but it does not. Daniel, the clicker doesn't? All right, here we are. Um, so quickly, I want to introduce myself. Uh, my name is Michael Scheffner. I'm, I'm based in the Munich region, uh, and I run the sales team uh, for Dueto. However, um, during the past 18 months, um, I've more felt like this, uh, a father of two kids, uh, working from home, um, having the, the risk, the fear, uh, that two crazy ones can run into the room any time and interrupt any meeting. But that actually leads a little bit to the topic of automation, because all of us have been challenged with new situations over the past 18 months, which we will actually expect moving forward, going back into our new lives, or our, our old lives, right? Um, and this is actually where it's always gonna take us. I have a bit of problems with the clicker. It doesn't always work. It's a bit frustrating. Here we are. All right. So let's have a look at uh, where our industry currently stands with uh, automation. Right. So have a look at this photo here. Um, I'm over et- over a little bit here, obviously. Uh, but this is you know a check-in scenario, or it could be a checkout scenario. Um, and this is how most of the check-ins and check-outs actually still look like in our world. Right. Yes, there are concepts out there where we have more modernized approaches, but this is how it still looks very often. And that's just one of the examples. Uh, We can go into food and beverage, uh, we can go into housekeeping, we can can go into reservations department, where we still have a lot of manual processes. Um, And we're probably one of the only industries out there where we actually queue up in line in order to pay for our product, right, and actually are willing to wait and then say, yes, I'm happy to pay a couple hundred, even thousand euros um, to check out. But the good thing, actually, we're not the only industry, right? There's other industries out there where we do the same thing, right? So as an example, looking outside here at the grocery stores where you see those big queues as well, but actually those industries are changing big time. So what developments are we seeing here? So, cash registers, kiosk, right? Like we see it in, in our hotels as well, uh, which easen up the process, uh, which obviously avoid the queues, but still if there's a lot of people there, we're still gonna have the queues. So, a next potential thing, what we could see is what Amazon Go is doing. So, not sure if any one of you has been there already, have tried it out, I tested it out um, before the pandemic. It's a quite scary kind of experience what you do. So. You walk in there, right? Um, you scan yourself with the app, therefore you're recognized. And then you just walk through the store and you grab whatever you see, you put it in a bag or you put it in kind of the wagon, and then you simply walk out. right? So the first time I did it, I felt like I'm a, th- I'm a thief and I just grabbed something because I didn't pay. It's a very weird thing, but that's actually kind of a process of automation where we don't need any repetitive task, melee interactions. Which will help us a lot to make lives easier. And then, again, this industry is moving quickly, right? So, not sure who's using gorillas, but that that obviously brings it to the next level where you just order and, depending where you are, you get your groceries directly kind of brought, brought back home. Obviously, one problem, one challenge for us here is we cannot take a bat, take it out of a room, and bring it home, right? So, that option obviously would not work for us. So, let's have a look at, uh, at this big boy here, right? So we're coming from groceries, we're going into the kitchen. Um, as you can tell, I like food and, and, and beverages. So, for work, what they've done is they changed an the industry, they changed the whole kitchen appliance, right? So they brought in a device where automated processes were helping off the cooking process. And that actually is bringing it to what's called subscription, right? Where you take an automated process, which takes away manual processes, but in addition to that, it also allows to create actually new revenue streams, right? So actually what Forework has done is, they by now have around 600,000 subscribers for their monthly kind of recipes, where it's been updated, and that actually generates 21 million in revenues for them on a recurring basis. So that's a great example where um, automation not just makes life easier, but actually all the companies are doing that to make more money at the end of the day. Another one who's doing that is Weber, right? where they're taking the whole kind of barbecue experience from fire to gas to electric to apps, making sure there's nothing you have to do when you're going to cook your food. You just put in the app, and then you get your your perfectly cooked um, meat or fish or whatever you want. Again, coming back to the revenue stream, so what they've done here is they use that data, and maybe they're not using it right now, but essentially what's, what's kind of scary is, right, that every time people use the app, use the automated kind of cooking process, they obviously track all of this data, right, and they can see, when are people cooking a New York steak? When are they doing a salmon and so on? And when you take it a little bit further and you go back to the grocery experience from Gorillas, if those two are connected, right? If I know that Michael always is doing a salmon on a Friday evening, why don't get a, a pop-up message on my app from Gorillaz saying, hey, in two hours you can have your fresh salmon because you know you're gonna cook tonight, right? So this is, again, where automation is not just done to make lives easier. Companies want to make more money with that, right? And then we have the obvious ones, how how I call them. The ones we kind of use on a daily basis, but sometimes we even forget that they have not been around for that long, right? So Uber, everybody knows that, changed obviously the complete approach of how we kind of Transport from A to B in a very automated process. Um, And then Netflix, which is not a true automation, but again, it changed our habits, our expectations drastically over the past months. So, for some of those who don't remember that there was TV before and you couldn't kind of always apply, I call you digital natives. And the rest who remembers that they had to kind of turn it into a certain time, uh, I would consider us, us as the old folks here.
0: Commercial break. Lovara. With a diverse selection of massage oils, intimate care products, as well as seven different condom sizes, Lovara is the lifestyle brand in the area of sexual well-being and intimate care. Lovara always goes the vegan, sustainable, and fair trade way with all its products. In the end, Lovara celebrates body positivity and diversity under the claim just love each other the way you want so hoteliers talk to them and learn more about the intimacy kit or the snack and non-food self-service vending machine for your guests if you want to test the product yourselves get 20 percent off right now with our code hic20 at lovara.com check our show notes for all the info about lovara and the code enjoy
1: all right so um and then can covid right so um Obviously COVID had a big impact in our industry, um, which challenges us to kind of fast forward that approach um, of automation. Um, The panel that was approached earlier a little bit, Uh, we have a huge challenge um, that um, there's not not enough staff around, Um, we could sell more rooms, we could have higher occupancies, but we simply don't have the people around. Um, just when you look at the Accor webpage, right, they have here 14,000 open positions, um, and there's many, many hundreds of thousands more out there. So, one big challenge we have no staff, therefore, we need automation. The second piece is that um, the new generation has a different approach, has a different expectation in a job. So, meaning they're not really used to do any repetitive tasks, and also don't see the reason behind it. Because they are used that a machine can do it for them, right? So when I did my kind of apprenticeship, it was normal that you do a check-in, check-out, 100 people, in and out. Now when I'm 18, 19 and I would go into there, I would ask myself, why am I doing this? A machine can do that, right? So it doesn't really make sense for me to do that. So there's a very different um, expectation. The new generation wants to be in control. Um, They want to do brain work. And again, ideally do it from the beach. And the new generation is also used to get everything in real time, right? And that could even be a box of short subscription, which comes in every month, so you don't have to worry about that, right? And obviously to all those challenges, the answer is hopefully automation, right? And as I said earlier, crises accelerate in those times when we look back, when innovation was done, it always came out of crises. And um, there's a couple of examples, um, obviously how we could do that in our industry. Face recognition is already in our daily lives, right? With the iPhone, with, the, with, the, with the, the tablets and so on, we have it everywhere. We see it at the airports. so hopefully that will be one area which will help us moving forward to easen up that process of checking in, checking out. Um, another area is obviously the robots, and I'm really happy to see uh, one up here um, where we have it, the entrance area. Um, which we need, right, to come back, to be able to fill our hotels with full occupancy, right? Let it be in the restaurant, let it be in housekeeping, let it be in reservations, whatever it is. But we need those automated uh, processes Uh, to be able to cope with the demand, which is coming, right? When you look back, now already people have problems being able to uh, commit 100% occupancy in their hotels, but just imagine what happens when the travel will come back next year, even 2023, 2024, we will have way more demand. And I'm, I'm afraid and I don't think that we will be able to challenge the, the staff problem we have in that very short time. The good thing is that we shouldn't think that automation actually kills jobs, right? So the good thing is that the machines always need the human brain as of now. So that means All the automated processes only make sense when we have a strategy behind it, which until today is still given by us, and therefore our jobs will just change, and the automated process will help to make our lives easier. In order to do that, Obviously the whole tax tech stack is critical. So coming back to the panel what we had earlier, we need to make sure that our tax tech stack is in place, it's up to date, it's open, that everybody can speak to each other, and that actually enables us the automation, which is the core foundation of that whole exercise. However, you know we cannot do this overnight. We slowly gotta adapt here, making sure we go step by step, and therefore we should go into like a healthy approach where the human and the machine go hand in hand and slowly go into that transition. I want to kind of hand it out here and hand over to the panel um, with a um, quote from Tom Preston who's the founder of GitHub um, and he said, you either uh, create automation or you get auto- automated. So we all should ask our questions like, do we want to be innovators, do we want to be pioneers? or we do just want to wait and see what's happening thank you